I'm ready to continue the way I am at the moment with more time on my hands. And to use the time wisely to excel in dreams that are our own. My whole face was just cuddles. Yeah. I cuddled a lot of men at one time. But it's a mentality. Like, I was a fuckboy and I'm willing to admit it. Have you fucked your whole past (laughs) is the question she's trying to ask. Where do men draw the line? Like, you've got the breakfast in 12 hours and there's no... But sometimes I put, like, an emoji next to it to kind of hint at what kind of sex it was. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, but seriously... Straight in. Welcome to episode three that we've recorded in a row. Welcome to episode three. <laughs> I am fluffing around here. There is, there is no, this is what I did Shit this week. No, no. This is, well, we don't know what we've done this week because this week is in the future. Why you got to play me like that, man? It is not early enough or late enough in the day or the morning for that kind of talk. It's like two o'clock in the afternoon. That's what Relax. I Relax. Mean. Um, yeah, just to reiterate, team, welcome to episode 24 of okay but seriously um steph is just back from adelaide at this point on the 28th yeah we are pre-recording a little bit in the past for your future ears here (laughs) that was the most convoluted way you could have said that (laughs) a little bit in the past for your future ears (laughs) um yeah we're pre-recording because december is not so um for hospitality and someone managed to get two weeks off to go home for christmas how the fuck that happened is beyond me i think you said you had two weeks off no man six days i'm going from the 19th to the 26th seven days seven days that's no that's eight days inclusive anyway (laughs) um my point being how the fuck did you do that? We work in hospitality. December is just a, just not a thing. You just yeah, but it's you don't even Christmas. sleep. It's between Christmas and New Year's, and I have not slept. But up. it is Christmas. Yeah, but we have no like after the nineteenth. I've got no more events, and that's kind of my job. What the fuck kind of what? How? Because it's the like week leading up to it. All your events have been the last three weeks. Weird. Yeah. See, we're fully bo- booked until like the middle of January. Shit. Yeah. That yeah, she's like fucked. Problem. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It sounds like <laughs> a, someone else problem who's above my pay grade. Um, yeah, so we are pre-recording this. Yeah. Um, that's basically my disclaimer. Shit's been happening in our weeks, but we don't know it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Life's probably fallen apart. Step from the future, if you're listening to this, it was good. You know, like, Life was good at Life some point. Life was good. Welcome uh, to Christmas. Yeah, Christmas is wild. Um. But you know what's even wilder? New Year's. New Year, new me. New Year, new, new me. Year. Hashtag, hashtag. <laughs> um, yeah, so we thought we'd do another little yeah. short one, a New Year's episode. Um, 2020 recap, 2021, what's the go? Yep. And then what the fuck is New Year's? <laughs> new Year's gives me anxiety. <laughs> this be, this, so obviously my ex, so our first kiss was on New Year's. Years and years ago. Like, that was the first time we ever kissed. It was, like, super romantic, right? No, it wasn't. It was super tacky. Wait, nah, man. (laughs) Super romantic. So, yeah, this will be – it would have been year five this New Year's. I don't know who I'm going to kiss this New Year's. Um, Nobody because it's super tacky. It's not super tacky. Bitch, I am Christmas. I am fucking every event under the sun. Why why do you have to kiss someone on New Year's at midnight? Like, I have – 
worked every single New Year's Eve I can remember. I have never had an opportunity to even do that. That's what I mean. Why is it a thing? I kind of have to be like, I'm working as well. It's like I just need to pick the best looking person in the room. This is how people come up with rumours about you and your boss. This is why I need to pick the best looking person in the room because it's not going to be him. (laughs) Sorry. What did we say? Tom. Tom. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I probably won't be working at midnight mm. um, this year because I do opens now. But last year at the cast, like, when New Year's rolled in, um, they did, like, a balloon drop out in the, like, That's the cool. atrium. So we – well, we, that just meant we because we were on the gaming floor. So we had no customers for, like, yeah. 20 seconds. Yeah. So we went outside and necked 150 mils of Prosecco each. Mm-hmm. Do you know what happens when you neck 150 mils of Prosecco? You're really drunk really yeah. quickly. Yeah, so for the next hour, we were all a little bit litty. Yeah. Um, we had also been drinking in the change room prior to work. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put days. Um, but yeah, so nah, this year, well, I don't know what I'm going to do this year because um, new man's friends are supposedly coming up and they're all upset with him that he's oh, shucked yeah. up. I was going to say, they were mad. They're hey. mad that he's shacked up yeah. and he's going to be no fun. So I was literally like, just tell them that I will pick up your drunk asses off the side of the highway at some point that Go night. Go have fun, yeah. Go have fun, yeah. do your thing. As long as you don't fall into any vaginas, you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, and then if you get yourselves into trouble, I'll come get you. If not, Uber is a great solution. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'll probably be sleeping like a baby because New Year's <laughs> falls on a Saturday, no, Thursday. Thursday night, yeah, which is my Tuesday, yeah. So I'm gonna have to work the next day, mm-hmm. which dollar dollar bill, y'all. <laughs> and this is why I've never done New Year's because New Year's Day is way too lucrative in hospitality to not to like actually be fucked for it. Like not working on New Year's is just stupid. Like New Year's Day, why penalty rates? It's public holiday, boo. I work for a company that has public holiday penalty rates. That's cute. I know. That's nice. That sucks for you. (laughs) (laughs) I work for a company where every hour after 45 hours that week I don't get paid for. Yeah, but that's most companies. You just don't get paid enough in general at all. Mm. Um, Yeah. No, but I don't think I'm really going to do anything. I don't have my roster yet. I mean, that'll probably be like next week I'll get that roster. But I work days, so I will probably do the daytimes and then – just get the fuck out. You get to watch everyone I get mean, drunk and not have to deal with it. I usually work 12 up. hours on a Friday as well. So yeah. if I do a 12-hour shift on a public holiday, dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Exactly. And I'd much rather be doing that than pretending I'm going to be exercising more like the rest of the world. You know, New Year's Day is the most popular day for a gym, for gym, gym sign-ups. Sign yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and it's all downhill from there. <laughs> Uphill for the people that stick to it. But no, I'm so nobody. <laughs> but I won't be doing the whole new year new me. Um I'm gonna do the whole new year, let's forget that twenty twenty ever happened. But I don't think the twenty twenty was that bad. It's not that it was that I think I'm a bit resentful because my entire life changed. Yeah, okay, there's that. I'll give you that one. I was in a job I loved in a relationship that I thought I loved. Keyword on the thought. Yeah, I was I just shot you a look. You know, like <laughs> I my and in an apartment that was incredible with a housemate that was awesome as i said dream job at the time in school loved school love acting and 2020 happened and all of that has changed and now i'm in like a nine to five but it's more like a 11 till 3 a.m 
<laughs> doing that's not even close to the same thing just just so you know but now I feel like like a cog in the machine whereas I didn't feel that before I felt like I was my own person striving towards bigger and better things mm. now I feel like I'm working for the man in a job that doesn't pay me enough around yeah. people that don't respect me but I think you, know? you like that is a new year new make me in a way like it's not the I'm gonna get clear skin and go to the gym more mm. and eat better and Ten, I don't know, um, but it's not standing for that shit. Yeah, like making we're kind of at the time of the year now where like there's no point making any changes mm. because, in terms of your job, mm. like no one's gonna. Yes, people are hiring for Christmas, but you're just gonna end up in the same shit again. Yeah, um, the type of job that you want to move into or like change if you want out of hospitality or whatever. Yeah, that's not gonna happen for another month month and a half um but yeah it's very interesting that you say that you're not doing the new year thing because I like I didn't find 2020 to be that bad but like my life hasn't changed in well I changed jobs um but I've probably come out of it for the better like I'm Mm -hmm. on day shifts now and um I'm not doing stupid nights I'm not drinking as much because I'm not around that culture so well I am but I get out of there at three o'clock yeah most days and don't like get roped into staying around for drinks um and then yeah what else really changed well I started my master's this year mm-hmm. I was a bit overwhelmed with it at the start of the year so the pandemic almost helped me yep because I had managed to get it all done with really good grades mm-hmm. um so yeah I don't know I I found I found 2020 in a weird way to be like a good thing. Like it kind of hit the reset and let everyone get kind of gave you a year of a free pass of like, try some shit, Mm -hmm. see what happens. Um, Change your life if you want to realize the things that you've been too busy and caught up to realize before. Well, that's the thing I found, you know, in the middle of the pandemic, we're all kind of getting the the lockdown blues. Mm. It's the way I saw it was, I had a real good look at my life because, as you said, we didn't slow down. You just don't slow down. You just go, go, go. Yeah, and you don't slow down to realise that, like, the parts of your life that you think are good are not actually good at all. Like, they're quite the opposite. And you don't realise because you're in, like, you only see them for a second. go, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, in the middle – and I think that's why my entire life changed because I was in the middle of a pandemic and I suddenly looked at – this wonderful life that I created and I'm like this I'm not happy Mm. you know and it did make me realize you know it it made me realize that there are so many things that I need to change come the new year so it's not going to be a new year new me but very early January I'm going to sit down and have like a deep discussion with myself and go what do I need to do and where do I need to be yeah well that's it like do I not like about my life and how can I change that well what what are some examples of that of like what do you what do you want to do um, next year? Like, what are your goals? What do you want to get done? Well, something that really struck a nerve, and I kind of – I said this to my boss the other day because I was feeling very rat racy, mm. like a cog in the machine kind of thing. And I was like – you know, obviously I was sick a lot younger um, with all my brain cancer stuff, and I was like, fuck. And that came out of nowhere. One day I had a brain hemorrhage, then all of a sudden my entire life changed. Yeah. And I kind of had a moment – and I'd been working for 14 hours and customers were rude and dicky and people were too drunk. I stood there behind the bar and I just kind of thought to myself, I'm like, fuck, if I was to get sick again like tomorrow, 
or next week or if at any point health could take a turn out of nowhere, I'm going to be real mad with myself that I spent the last six months of my life in this position not doing anything for myself. Yeah. Not writing, not acting like I want to be doing and I've just kind of cruised through life. Yeah. So that really hit home with me. There's stuff next year that I need to change. It's it's that same thing that we were saying before of like you – you're just too busy. You just breeze yeah. through it. So, like, we said on the previous episode that we recorded 20 minutes ago yeah. that, like, October happened, we blinked, and it was Christmas. Yeah. Like, the this the end of this year has gone incredibly fast, and mm. I think because the start of the year was so – well, the middle of the year was so slow in terms of – like you had so much time to do stuff because you had nothing to do. Yeah. <laughs> so the end of the year, now that life as we knew it's kind of back, time is just flying. Yeah. It's like it's disappearing from thin air. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that for me next year, I want to make sure that I'm managing it better mm-hmm. and doing things that I want to be doing with that time. Yeah. And I've started now, like started doing some things. So like um, so I've started boxing, mm-hmm. um, which I love doing. I just kind of want to punch shit really. <laughs> um, uh-huh. But yeah, like started doing things that I want to be doing, changing Things like the days at work is amazing. Like to be yeah. able to change to that, I don't want to be in hospitality anymore. Mm-hmm. There's a, there is a there's a timeline on that for yeah. sure. Yeah. Don't tell my boss. <laughs> um, but there's a timeline on that 100. percent And I've started thinking about those and enacting those kind of like where do I want to be by this point? What do I want to yeah. be doing by this point? And how can I get there? That's the thing, right? It's like you if you add a date to something, you then hold yourself accountable. Like a deadline. Yeah, a deadline. Yeah. You don't go, you know, I go, I want to go back to school. But if it's I want to be back in acting classes by March yeah, and you give yourself a date to achieve that goal, then yeah. it's 10 times more likely to happen. Well, that's, that's it. I think that the dangerous thing, though, is giving yourself a date to start them. Yeah. And that's that's the issue I have with the New, new Year's year, culture. New yeah, yeah, the New Year, New Me is you give yourself a date to start them, you miss that date, and then you've got 365 more to wait. Yeah, and you go, I'll just do it next year. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'll just do it next year. And then all of a sudden, 40 years have passed, you've done nothing. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, that's just 40 days that you've missed. Yeah. That's not a lot. Well, that's, 10 years have passed, that's 10 days. It's what I really – so I'm quite spontaneous when it comes to everything I do, which is why, yeah, granted, I probably won't – have enough money to buy a house anytime soon. Mm. But most of the stuff I've done, like buying the motorbike or taking out the loan to do these things or travel is because I just want to do it now. Yeah. And I remember in my relationship, I'd be like, let's just do it. And he'd be like, we've got better things to spend our money on. And we'd save up and be like, oh, we'll do it next year. Yeah. Or we'll do it then. We'll do it. And I'm like, but but why do I got to wait? <laughs> we'll just do it now. But if we all die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if the world implodes tomorrow. Yeah. Well, you I know, haven't like, done it. The, the realisation that I was supposed to be moving to Canada to get my residency in March. Mm. It's like three months away. Yeah, the world's broken, bro. That's, yeah, it's, it's just how much life has changed Yeah, this last year. Um, I don't know if I told you, but so Indie Day is I'm Not Dead Yet. And yeah. it's the anniversary of my brain hemorrhage. It's the first of the fourth. And on the first of the fourth last year, I wrote myself a letter for this year coming Yeah, about what my life looked like. 
and what I wanted my life to look like. Excuse you. And what I wanted my life to look like by Indie Day this year. Mm-hmm. I am terrified to open that fucking letter. It's sitting on my bookshelf and I'm terrified because everything's changed. My yeah. goals and my ambitions and my life all changed. You're probably fine though that you've, you haven't you have done a lot of the things you said you were going to do. Yeah. But you've, you'll probably find you've realigned mm. to the ambitions. Yeah. Because I think what what you're saying you want to do and where you were at the start of the year, you're kind of saying you want to be where you were at the start of the year, aren't you? No, no, not that I want to be there. I just – it's crazy how many things have changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, in terms of your acting and your – Yeah. A job you love and that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. not necessarily everything, but the goals align a little bit better than – They do now. Yeah. What's happened this year. Well, I feel like <laughs> the colossal shit show that was – the, yeah. yeah. I feel like at the moment I compromised. Yeah. You know, and I, yeah, I compromised certain things and certain levels of happiness and doing the things that, one, I'm not necessarily qualified for. Yeah. Two, that I'm not passionate about because it was nice to just step up somewhere. Yeah. And I think, I think we've got to take into account that this year has taken a massive financial hit. Mm-hmm. A lot of us, like... Yes, we got um, supplements from the government and all that kind of stuff. But for the best part, those supplements for the government were below what we were used to living off. Mm. And then there was a a decent period there where we were back at work but not working as much as we were used to working but not getting any money from the government anymore. So, like, we haven't made the financial moves that we were planning on making. And the same as the career progression. Like, I didn't want another year in hospitality. Mm -hmm. I didn't – didn't want it. Yeah. Still don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to make so many moves, but now that's just folded over into next year. And then when, like you said before, how you put a date on it and you hold yourself accountable. I unfortunately now have a man in my life who will, will hold myself accountable as Good. well. Yep. But I've said to him, I was like, I want to be freelance by the, by the end of the financial year. Yep. This is the last financial year that a hospitality paycheck will be on my tax yep. return. Yeah, and we've started talking about it and putting it in of like, I, by the end of January, I want to step down to four days at work. By the end of February, three, March, two, yeah, and then April, I want out. Yeah, because that's six months in my job. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've started talking about those sorts of things and how we're going to get there. And um, I have big ideas. Yep. You you've used the term turbulent to describe me yep. once or twice. I have big ideas, and he started. Like, I've just been talking about them and he's like, you know you can make these happen. You just need to do them. Like, you just need to find this and do that. And sit down and focus and plan. And No, a lot more of it's like networking to meet a financial, someone who's got money. Um, or, you know, trying to get scholarships or sending out um, pitches to different brands and or different people. Um which is all stuff that he's helped me with and he's started like we've been saying, both of us, by the end of the financial year we're both going to be out of our current jobs and yeah. um, putting that deadline on it kind of – it's scary but he has this saying and it's it's a Tony Robbins so you may know it. You, If you want to take the island you've got to burn the boats mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's what he, he's been saying. I think I've like, said that to you before as well. Next year it's just – at, by the end of the financial year, we're just out. Yeah. And 
we're just going to have to succeed mm-hmm. because we're going to have no choice. That's the thing. You've got to back yourself into a corner until succeeding is the only option you have. Yeah. Quit the job, find another way to earn money. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Like, obviously, we, we're both going to be smart about it. Like, we're putting money away now and try, well, trying to. <laughs> Christmas is expensive. <laughs> trying to put money away. Right? And bleh, again, in English, trying to put <laughs> money away, away now. Um, so there is a little bit of backing, but, um, yeah, putting that deadline on it for next year is like, hopefully gonna give me a little bit more of a burn the boats kind of mentality of, oh, it's done now. Well, yeah. It's something that's bothering me is my biggest fear is being comfortable and being Mm. stuck in something because you're comfortable. Like at the moment, I'm earning a de- like a decent amount of money for someone, you know, with my lifestyle. It works really well. Like I'm saving money. I'm putting money away. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of like it's the fact that I'm comfortable, which and I guess it's obviously the side of Christmas makes it difficult as well. But I can see how people would get stuck not doing what they're passionate about for years. Because it's easy. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. that's it. Like I don't. I'm not I'm not necessarily comfortable doing what I'm doing. I don't want to do it. Most days I don't want to go to work, but mm. not because I don't like the place I work, but just because I'm over the job that I do. Yeah. Um but yeah, like I can see how like I can see the people around me. That's a that's a perfect example. I can see the people around me. I work in a quite reputable for a quite reputable company, mm-hmm. a quite successful one. And there's every opportunity to just stay there for the rest of your life yeah every opportunity yep. because there's no unless you have the drive and you force yourself there's no need to go anywhere else like mm-hmm. if you're in the good books with the managers as long as you haven't done anything wrong like you'll get the hours you want you'll get to do what you want like sometimes you get too many hours and you're like i don't want to do this anymore like that's a bigger issue than not enough at the moment yeah um so yeah, I don't know. I guess I definitely see the that burn the boats mentality is good. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty one, bitch. Twenty twenty one. What's not plus ten? Twenty one. Oh dear. What about you? What do you? What's like rationalize it? Like fully, just say it. Hold yourself accountable. What are you doing next year? Yeah. Back to acting school. Maybe not school, but I'm going to go back to acting classes. Yeah. Um, so when I moved out of here, I took my ring light with me because I want to start doing self-tapes. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to start self-taping and applying for stuff and trying to get little insignificant roles anywhere I can. Um, I'll be writing – I'm going to finish my book. So the the idea is at some point early next year to take six weeks off. Yep. Go on hiatus. Fuck off to – Hamilton Island or whatever and just take six weeks to like do some personal inventory and write and take a second to assess my life yeah but you know it's it's the same stuff I say to you all the time it's like I really want to travel yeah like I've been stuck here for a hot minute I just want to go traveling again yeah but that's not you can't that possibly not a good one (laughs) to you're not in control of that you know what I mean Oh yeah, global yeah, yeah. pandemic. Yeah, remember that guy? <laughs> yeah, but whenever I can, I would like to go traveling again. But um, but the writing is a big one. I want to write. I feel like this whole cog in the machine mentality that I've been slapped in the face with the last two weeks. Yeah, 
I can't do it anymore. I'm I'm working for someone and something I'm not passionate about. Yeah. You know, and, I, and I'm getting to the age now where I should be doing more. I've been in hospitality since I was 18. Yeah, I was 16. Right? And I'm it's fucked. <laughs> and I'm getting to the age where I'm like, this has been fun. But, and especially since I stopped studying because of the pandemic. Yeah. My, what I did for work never bothered me because I was still studying. That's why I went back to study. Yep. Why I, was, I did my master's. I was still studying, so I was always making progression towards the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. The last six months that I've been back at work and not studying, I am not making a progression towards the bigger picture in my life, and it's really starting to bother me. Yeah, I. that's why I went back to do my master's, because this time last year I felt like that, and I literally was like, I'm just going to go study more to buy myself more time. Yep, to figure it all out. Yep, because I couldn't figure out how to – and I still can't figure out how to – make it mm-hmm. in this industry because it's very hard like in terms of like obviously we do this podcast and this podcast is purely for love we're not yeah. making any money off it yeah um and yet <laughs> yet one day maybe um like one it would be great if like podcasting and producing could be my job and that's the plan like I want that but it's just a hard industry to figure out like you kind of have to know people and know people or just hope for the best and you don't really you know there's no real you walk out of uni and you walk into a job like my mom's a nurse my mom walked out of uni walked into a job as a nurse yeah obviously like there's still limited jobs and but the percentage is a lot higher. Yeah. Um, she walked into into a job as a nurse. She's going back to do her master's now. She got an $8 pay rise just for signing up to her master's. No, but that's that's the thing, right? That's like that's, It's just standard. That's the difference between like your white collar, collar jobs and your creative jobs. Yeah. It's white collar, you go to school. You, and same with apprentice, uh, apprentices and stuff. You go yeah. to school, you learn the books, you learn what you need to do, you get paid good money for it. Yeah. Because it's kind of standard stuff across the board when it comes to a creative industry you go to school you learn how to do the stuff but what you do with that knowledge is all on you yeah you can't just go give the a to b's to c's yeah and get it done you know and get paid for it and that's it and i think that's the that's the beautiful part about this industry and like what my career will turn into because i I, it'll happen like i'll get there but that's the beautiful part about it is it's it's so reliant on me and my personal skill. Yeah. And like you can't teach what I have. You yeah. can't teach what you have. You can refine it through mm-hmm. teaching, but it's the creative roles are it's an innate ability. You yeah. can't just you can't you can't teach it. Like you're either tone deaf or you're a fantastic singer. You can refine those skills. But you can't turn someone who sounds like a screeching cat into Susan Boyle. It's not going to happen. I I read something at some point where it was like, it was a debate between a heart surgeon and a writer. Whose job's harder. Yeah, and it's like, well, you can teach heart surgery. Yeah. Heart surgery, complicated, but straightforward. A disease kind of thing. You can't teach someone how to create a universe inside their mind and then express that. Yeah. You know, that's not a skill that you can teach. That's it. And it's like, well, that's where I am as well. And we had this conversation with Ross on the money episode where he was like, he was like, you don't value your skill because it comes so easy to you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't come easy to anyone else. And whether it's writing, whether it's singing, whether it's 
podcasting, producing, whatever it is, like unfortunately creatives in the world, we don't we don't value our skills because we're like, but this is just what I do. This is not, just how I am. It's not we that don't value those skills. It, they're just not valued skills. Well, they're valued skills to the, the small number of people who want them though. Yeah. So like if someone is looking for a podcast editor, a podcast editor is a hot commodity at that point. Mm. But if you're not looking for a podcast editor, but then there's, there is the people as well who are like, oh, I can just get it done on Fiverr for like 20 bucks. Yeah. You know, it'll be shit ass, but I'll get it done. Yeah. Whereas, you know, a lot of a lot of what we do takes time and takes the build up and the years of hard work with no like no reward. Mm-hmm. Just just hard work and working in hospitality and working grueling jobs and stupid uh-huh. jobs and dealing with drunk fucks. Have I told you the thing that drives me nuts about my job? No. So I work in a place where a lot of influencers go. Mm-hmm. And so there's always influencers. It's a very Instagrammable venue. Yeah. So on a Friday, Saturday, no, or Saturday, let's talk Saturday, Sunday. Just Let's just keep it to a weekend. There is young girls around about my age in there. It's, it's not a cheap venue. Around about my age in there, just groups of them. I'm like, first of all, you have a weekend off. Second of all, you have money to be spending here. Thirdly, your your dress that you're wearing is at least $300. What the fuck do you do for a living? Yeah. I need to know. I need to know what these people are doing that means that they can do that. But also a lot of the time it's um not faked, but a lot of the time people look more successful than they are. The, what, what's the, the concept is to be successful, not to look successful? Yeah. Like that's well, it's the, the opposite of the dress for the job you want, not the job you have. Yeah. Like it's – you don't want to fake it. You do, you want to be – well, some of the most – the richest people I know live in tiny houses, drive shitbox cars, yep. wear T-shirts from Kmart and mm-hmm. have six figures in their bank account. Yeah. Six figures? That's not a lot. Seven. Seven figures? How many is a million? Seven? Seven. Seven figures yep. in their bank account. So it's like, yeah, you don't – you don't know. But then at the same time, I'm like, I just, I don't get it at all. Like, what, yeah. do, what is the rest of the world doing for it? What are, what are people who are not working in hospitality who are our age doing for work? Getting paid appropriately for the jobs that they are doing. What are those jobs? Anything but hospitality and retail. Yeah, but what are they? I don't know, but there's a lot. My of- point is you can't tell me. Like, yeah, I don't know how to get out of this because other than freelancing for what I know, which is unfortunately a pandemic kind of fucked that up. Yeah. Like no one's got disposable income. They're not spending money on the type of shit that we're capable of doing. Um, what else do you do? Yeah. Like what else do I go and do? Hmm. Literally nothing. In I don't this week's episode of why we're having existential crises. <laughs> In this week's episode of why goals are important. Yeah. This is th- that's that's the overall thing. Like I don't like the new year, new me mentality at all. I don't think you should pin it down to one day mm-hmm. I think you should change your life now if you want to change it although I'm very excited tonight after I edit this podcast to go home and do this year's vision board like as in 2021s yes have you even done 2020s yeah that was the one that I threw out the other day oh yeah you moved it I yeah. remember yeah yeah I remember now yeah. um yeah see I don't know I've I don't really want I don't 
I'm the only reason I'm taking the new year as a reset button. A reset button is because that's kind of like when work dies down. Like yeah. that's kind of for me, that's what I'm looking at it as. But my goals aren't my goals aren't to date orientated like that. No, yeah. No, but like my, my goals aren't to get fit or to yeah. eat better, like think or sleep better. Things you could do it every day. Yeah. And it's the, it's just coincidence really and I understand that a lot of people's goals are coincidental time-wise as well that works Mm -hmm. for them kind of thing and you've kind of gotten to a point this time of the year that you may as well just wait but it it bothers me that so much pressure is put on that that one 24-hour period of like like if you're if your goal is to get fit and go to the gym more and then you don't go to the gym on New Year's Day what does that mean? Yeah, that you're already letting yourself down. Yeah, like it puts so much pressure on you from the get-go. Like you already like, fuck, I screwed it. Yeah. When you didn't, first of all, New Year's Day is a Friday. Yeah. <laughs> no gym on the Friday. Sorry, oh, son. Man. But like, let's just stop for a second. You and I go to the gym regularly. Yeah. At least five, six times a week. I sit back and I'm like, fuck going to the January, going to Christmas. Going to the January, going to the Christmas. Good, you've done fuck, well here. Fuck going into the gym over January. It's going to fucking suck. There are going to be so many people there. Well, this month has been pretty bad too because meat ha- meathead hour is every hour of the day at the moment. Yeah. Because they're all off work. Yeah. So it's like you can't just avoid meathead hour anymore because it's always meathead hour. Yeah. However, it has meant that like actual meathead hour isn't as bad <laughs> as it usually it's is. Dispersed. Yeah, because it's dispersed across the yeah. day. But you can't avoid the meatheads, particularly when I'm dating one. No, darling, you're not a meathead. Never mind. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like, he said the other day, he's like, he's like, I go to the gym during meathead hour and I was like, yes, but you have a brain. You just look like a meathead. <laughs> you have a brain. <laughs> and you're not a wanker. Like, and you're not a wanker. You're not yeah. an asshole. Yes, yeah. correct, correct, correct. Yeah, I don't – like, I have issue with the whole changing it in one day thing. I just think goals are important all the time and you should always have them. Yeah. And you should always – if anyone could see Steph right now, she's sitting very, very bizarrely. I'm trying to give your dog room and now he's like – Burying his head in my butt. Stop it. I mean, he knows where he wants to be. <laughs> booty. In the booty. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes, everyone should have goals all the time. Change your yeah. life, boo. Yeah. Be successful. But that's why I'm so big on my fucking vision boards and stuff, and I'm very excited to get that one out mm. and reassess some certain things in my life. Yeah. Yes. That's what he said to me the other day. He was like, did I tell you this? He's like, Oprah's going to hand you the crown for most powerful, most successful. I was like, that is the omen to my next 12 months. Like, Oprah, hand it over, bitch. It's mine now. But you know what I want to do? All of my positive coping mechanisms aside, I actually love how positive I am with life given all of my history and my circumstances and stuff. Don't get me wrong, it's been a hot minute since shit's hit the fan. But I'd actually really like to take that level of positivity – and share it which is kind of like the book I'm writing at the moment and I just I just want to give people the positive insights in a lot of my personal experiences and I'd like to be able to do that this year Mm. to kind of put my ego aside and kind of admit to the world some of the circumstances and then be able to be like hey I'm someone that you can relate to in this sense this sense and this sense but I yeah. just want you to know that it's all going to be okay. Yeah. 
particularly if you if you ignore it for some of them. Yeah. <laughs> some of them you haven't ignored. That's always been a big one for me and I actually really want to do that. I've always kind of had this vision of me having a TED Talk one day and being successful to the point where I can have a TED Talk about all my positive, happy-go-lucky shit. You literally shit Tony Robbins quotes. And rainbows. Nah, just and Tony sunshine. Robbins quotes. Okay, so when <laughs> old mate does it, you're like, I really like that, but yet I'm pretty sure I've said that one to you before and you're like, I fucking hate all you Tony Robbins shit. Because he gave context. It's just all the context is in my mind. You just shit the quote and leave it there. <laughs> you're like a dog. You just drop it and then run away. <laughs> <laughs> Brings in dead bird from outside. Literally. Present. present. No explanation. No context. No, present. but it's like... But I've only known about Tony Robbins for a year now. Literally. Well, a year and three months. September last year. So he's not even been in my life for that long. But I've always been this happy-go-lucky, always look at the half glass full You and person. Tony are only early on in your relationship. Yeah. So it's only downhill from here. But no, but I, I've actually always kind of gone, I want to take this pile of shit that I was given. Yeah. And show everyone how I turned it into like a shiny pile of shit. Well, I hope for you for next year, because I know a lot of that pile of shit you're not particularly comfortable talking about. So I hope at least you'll get a little bit more comfortable talking about your pile of shit. That's what I, I feel like I just have to do a Cardi B and just own it. Your wet ass pussy? No, like just own it. Like she used to be a stripper and she used that to launch her career. Yeah. And to go. I mean, that's a very, very intense, um, not even closely related scenario. But but that's what, but it's something. We'll go with it. It's something that people would get judged for. So I would kind of like to be like, here's all my shit and we use it to launch my career. <laughs> you Straight just up. admit it on a public platform. You're going to use your trauma to launch a career. Yeah, because there are. Well, I, it's I my wanna, trauma, bitch. I can do whatever I want with it. <laughs> and I, I want. I want to put that stigma aside of being like I don't have to be ashamed of it. It's who I am. It's what made me the way I am. And now I want the world to know that you can thrive with shit like that. Yeah, and you don't have to let it define you and change you. And you can still, still be you after all that crap's going on. Mm-hmm. Which is, that was kind of a clickbaity little conversation, convoluted conversation the listeners aren't really going to understand. But, <laughs> I mean, sorry, guys. It's good. This was a little episode more for, well, it, it was for us. It was for us because the whole TED Talk thing, I think you're the first person I've ever told about that. It's one of those dreams that you think it's so big that it's embarrassing to talk about. I mean, you just said it on a public platform. Um, but it feels like a girl chat. But I, I am possibly the least humble person ever in the sense that if I want to achieve something like that I will Mm. like that doesn't seem big to me like it's it's obviously big but it doesn't seem too big that's what I mean and that's I that I would like to achieve that that's gonna be go on the next little drive figure out how you're gonna get there yep burn the fucking boats Okay, Tony Robbins, seriously, you're Burn a those motherfucking you hypocritical motherfucking woman. Hey, I gave context. That made sense. Go to achieve your goal. You're going to burn the boats together. You're going to get there. You're going to get yourself there. And then you're, you're going to burn the fucking boats. No option. However, I didn't just walk in and go burn the boats. Out of context. Well, no, it would have been in one of the conversations we we're having, probably about some shit that we needed to do. But, but you know, it's, it, it is that concept. It's the concept of the only way you're going to succeed is if you give yourself no fucking choice to succeed. But to succeed. 
Yes. No fucking choice to succeed means fail. <laughs> but to succeed. But to succeed. But yeah. So yeah. Welcome twenty twenty one. Hey yo. It'll be hey here yo. in like three days. I am so ready to kickstart this year. Mm-hmm. I am ready to continue the way I am at the moment with more time on my hands. And to use the time wisely to excel in dreams that are our own and not those dreams of giant corporations that don't respect or care about their staff. Or wanky ex-boyfriends who like to ruin dreams. I'm talking about mine. Uh, (laughs) Not yours. (laughs) No, mine was very supportive of my dreams, but he's ruined my ego in a small sense as of late. Mm. Yeah, I'm probably going to be feisty about that one at some point. Yeah. Spark an argument over it. Why not? I mean, I would just not talk to him anymore, but you do you, boo. As we said, if you can't fix it in 10 minutes, don't bring it up, bro. That tip, is tip for all those people out there. If they, if, if they can't fix it in 10 minutes, you shouldn't comment on it. Yeah, that's just the golden rule. We've said that like 20 times. And he knows that too. And he's like, hey, here's this thing you can't fix in 20 minutes. I'm going to make you feel bad about it. And I've literally thought about it constantly for a week now. Well, New Year's resolution for Steph. She needs to stop thinking about it. But New Year's resolution starts today. Today is the 14th of December. It's the 15th of December res- resolution. I don't give a fuck about the New Year's thing. This is this this is a lesson in itself. The you it does new not month, have to, new Steph. It doesn't have to be a new year to start your resolutions. 15th of December resolution. Steph's going to stop thinking about that fucking thing because he's an idiot. I don't know why he told you that. Right. Second of all. Yo, motherfuckers, when you listen to this, it's actually, it's the 20, it's going to be the 28th of December when you listen to this. So I will forgive you. <gasps> yeah. Listeners for not starting your New Year's resolutions until the new year. However, if I talk to you in the middle of June and you're like, I want to change my life, but I'm going to wait to the new year. I'm going to headbutt you. I'm going to smack the shit out of you, I'm going to smack you in the face. Um, yeah. So end of financial year, the world's going to change. My world's going to change. I don't want to be in hospitality anymore. Make it. Gonskis. Fuck, man, you get me all amped up for life now. That was kind of the plan. I'm so I mean, to be up. fair, like 20 minutes ago, we were both like napping low key while nah. we were talking. But you guys, if you could see me right now, I'm hanging backwards. Off I'm going to take a photo couch. of her right now just so I can post this for when when she. Um, I don't yeah. know how to make this look flattering. I'm hanging backwards off of the. Yeah, I'm going to take make. make I'm going to make it a video. <laughs> hanging backwards off the two seater couch. Amped up for life, like with half a sock on. <laughs> but no, and I'm so excited to achieve all of the goals. You've made me very excited about this now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I reckon that's a good place to wrap it yeah. up. Um, thank you again for everything this year. Um, hope your Christmases were wonderful. I hope you, I mean, there's, I sure kiss people on New Year's. I don't give a fuck. It's not me. Yeah, I'm. A, I don't know who. I'm, yeah, kiss people on New Year's. I'm gonna kiss someone. I'm gonna have my red sparkle lipstick on. Have I not told you the rule? What's the rule? The one way to tell whether I plan not not anymore, but when I was like, oh uh, yeah, like, slutting around. Yeah. The one way to tell whether I was planning on getting slutty one night or not was whether I wore lipstick or not. If I wear lipstick, I'm not getting slutty because that shit gets everywhere. It's not even that. It's like I don't put that much effort into my appearance to have a man fuck it up. That should be my motto for life. 
I don't put that much effort into life to have a man fuck it up. And this is why I'm dead inside, ladies and gentlemen, because I have a mindset like this. My man's not fucking it up. He's making it better. That's why it's your life. That's my mindset for my life. You kiss people on New Year's, you soppy piece of shit. I will <laughs> probably be picking up my drunk, drunk ass giant human off the side of Old a road yeah. somewhere because um, he doesn't drink any day but New Year's. So we you shall see. That sounds like the kind of life I want to lead. Mm. I'm still hungover. I'm not. <laughs> yep, we're back on drinking hiatus. Anyway, we love you. We love you, and um, hopefully, we achieve heaps with this podcast next year. We didn't even say that. Whoops. <laughs> That's because we're already achieving things with this podcast. That's These true. Are the things that we haven't that haven't thought about yet. That's yeah. true. That's true. All right, we're actually going to go this time because okay. we said we're going to leave a million we times for the last four Goodbye. minutes. <laughs> Goodbye. My <laughs> hope face was just cuddles. Yeah. I cuddled a lot of men at one time. But it's a mentality. Like, I was a fuckboy and I'm willing to admit it. Have you fucked your whole past <laughs> is the question she's trying to ask. Where do men draw the line? Like, got the breakfast at 12 or then there's no... But sometimes I put, like, an emoji next to it to kind of hint at what kind of sex oh it was. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay.